You're listening to the Life Center Church Podcast.
During the last 29 years, for me as a follower of Jesus Christ, um, my life has been amazing, it's been challenging, but through it all, my cornerman, Jesus Christ, has always been there in my corner during the golden minute to get me ready to get out there for one more round. He's never left me, he's never forsaken me, and you know what? He'll do the same for each one of you. Let me begin by stating I'm not necessarily a fan of the sport of boxing. I'm not. That's I'm not a fan of boxing. Some of you know I'm a baseball guy. But on March the 8th, 1971, a boxing match for the title of heavyweight champion of the world was held in New York City at Madison Square Gardens. I remember getting to go to our Long Beach Arena as a 12-year-old with my dad and some of his co-workers to view it on the giant screen in the arena. Um, it felt like being there for this 12-year-old. The contestants were Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali. At the end of 15 rounds, Frazier was declared the winner over Ali. It's likely that most of the people present did not even notice a man named Angelo Dundee, Ali's cornerman for 21 years, from 1960 to 1981. And here's how Dundee described his role as a cornerman in his 2007 book that was titled My View from the Corner. He said, I'm a doctor, an engineer, a psychologist, and even an actor. And it's said in the world of boxing that a good cornerman makes the difference. A good cornerman makes the difference. This morning, we're going to spend the rest of the time focusing on Jesus, our cornerman, to see what we can learn so that we are better prepared for the daily challenges of life. How's that sound? We need to be prepared for the daily challenges of life because they're coming. Isn't God amazing? That bout was 20 years prior to me becoming a believer in Jesus Christ. Me as a 12-year-old going to that arena was 20 years prior to say, yes, Jesus, I need you in the center of my life. And listen to this. And 48 years, 48 years prior to me standing here today delivering this. With God, time is not a factor. He doesn't Time doesn't, time, time is only relevant to us. Let me open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We're hungry for a cornerman, and you've always been there in our corner. And I pray that as, as I, through the obedience, share this message that you've given me, I pray that my brothers and sisters here in this worship center and those watching on the live stream in our area and around the world would um, catch what you're saying to each one of us and what you've said to me over and over through my life. I'm there in your corner. Just trust me and listen to me. And so, Lord, we give this time to you. I thank you for filling me with this. And now I pray that I could do my best of being obedient to you as my cornerman to lead our friends, our brothers and sisters in the truth of what your word says. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
So let's begin with some foundational information. <clears throat> a typical boxing round of boxing is three minutes in length, with a one-minute pause in between rounds, signaled by a bell for alerting the boxer to return to their designated corner to receive medical aid, tactical advice, and motivation. In the boxing world, that minute is known as the golden minute. The typical boxing match is 9 to 12 rounds. And I describe a boxing match as a marathon, not a sprint. Endurance, humility, overall health, and fitness and coachability will be the hallmark of the one who continues to stand in the end when the, when the final bell rings. Isn't our goal to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant, when we come to the end of our life? For us, life is a series of events, like rounds, linked together to form weeks, months, seasons, years, decades, and ultimately, your and my lifetime. During the events of our lifetime, very few of them will be seen and viewed by millions of people like a boxing match or like that boxing match that I saw in 1971. But, here's, catch this, how we have trained and with whom we have trained will come into view and will determine the outcome of this match called life. It's what we do, like the boxer in the gym, of daily preparation, sharpening our skills when only the cornerman is present that will, that will in the end, receive the crown of entry into eternity. I'm continually reminded with the men that I share with of three things. Stay in God's Word daily. Most of the men have heard me say that probably hundreds and hundreds of times, stay in the Word daily. That's your spiritual nourishment. That's a spiritual meal. Stay in communication with God. Through what? Prayer. Our quiet time with the Lord. And number three, filter. Filter. Not just for the guys, but that's also for our ladies as well. Filter what you allow into your heart your mind through your eyes and your ears. Because guess what? It's going to come end up coming out in your mouth and in your actions. So I say, stay purified. In the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, we're reminded that life is full of trials and temptations. So if you'd follow along with me as I read verses 2 through 8 out of James, chapter 1, I'm going to be using the NIV version here. And it says, trials and temptations... Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a, a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person 
should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So in verses 2 and 3, the writer doesn't say, if you face trials. He says, whenever you face trials, it's going to be, it's sure that you're going you're gonna to have trials in your life. He assures us that we will face trials and that it's possible to profit from these trials. And I know some of you sitting here this morning have profited from the trials that you received in your life. The point is not for us to pretend to be happy when we face pain, but to have a positive outlook because of what the tri trials in our lives have the potential to produce. James, tell James tells us to turn our hardships into times of learning. Just like that boxer in the gym or you and I in the ring of life, we must apply what we learn as we continue to move forward. We must spend time in our whispering spots, leaning in to hear God's whispering voice, the voice of Almighty God, above the noise of the crowd, outside in that noisy world. We have to make a conscious effort to get into position to hear Him, our cornerman, above the noise and the yelling of the crowd. Otherwise, when the bell rings again and we're out there with our opponent, without the vital information of our cornerman, guess what? The lessons of life prepare us for what's ahead. Even though we do not like what we've experienced, it can give us the edge. Jesus, our cornerman, knows that we need to have victory in the challenges that are ahead. How many of you would agree with me that tough times teach us perseverance? Give me an amen. Amen. So back to our cornerman for a moment. During the rounds, he's watching. The cornerman's watching his fighter as well as the opponent. He's learning details to give his fighter when he comes back into the corner for that golden minute. He provides medical aid tactical advice and motivation, and he motivates, and he motivates, and he motivates. That minute can truly prove to be golden for the fighter as he is prepared to get out there for one more round. Now let's move on to asking, why is this important? Why is it even important? In verse 4, the topic of perseverance continues to be unwrapped. And here's what James tells us. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The depth of our character, listen to this, the depth of our character cannot really be confirmed until we see how we react under pressure. Like I previously said, when the bell rings, the Ending the golden minute, the boxer and his opponent are back out there in the ring for another round. At this point, it's only the two boxers, one against the other. If the boxer fails to listen and apply what the cornerman shared during the golden minute, the, minute, the golden minute was only for medical aid, 
and not tactical advice or motivation. It was just bandage up your wounds, get out there again, and come back all broken and beat up one more time. The medical aid is important, but so is the tactical advice and motivation. Remember that the cornerman is viewing the bout from a different vantage point, just outside the ring. He's not in the ring, glove against glove, receiving blow after blow. So he's able to pick up signs and details that he can relay to the boxer during that golden minute. It's also likely that the cornerman was once a boxer himself. For us, so that boxer then brings that to the ring and comes in there and tells us, here's what, here's what I know, here's what I learned. He brings those life lessons that he learned from his career into his boxer. For us as followers of Jesus Christ, the tactical advice and motivation must come through the Bible. That's God's Word. That's His love letter to us. This is where we learn about the, the life of our cornerman, Jesus Christ. The disciples, the promised land, sin, glory, grace, eternity, and a myriad of other details. It's our blueprint to life. It's our foundation. I would call it, it's our playbook to life. More often than I want to acknowledge, I'm in conversation with people that state that it's been months. You're right, you heard me right. I said that it's been months since they opened their Bible. That breaks my heart. I liken Bible time to a spiritual feeding. There are not many of us who could walk in here, nevertheless enter a battle after physically not nourishing our bodies for even a week or two and still be standing. We were made to be in fellowship with God. And in our Bible time, this is our spiritual meal. We must remain connected to God through His Word, our spiritual lifeline. Our life in the boxer in the ring cannot survive without the vital information the cornerman has to provide from his unique perspective. Wow. The Lord must have wanted me to punch home that from, so I'm going to read that one again. Our life and the boxer in the ring cannot survive without the vital information the cornerman has to provide from his unique perspective. I believe God wants us to hear that twice. So he turned it up, and now we get it. Some, for somebody, that's a word. Back to our cornerman for a moment. During the golden minute, the boxer is reminded, sit up, fill his lungs with oxygen, control his breathing, his arms are positioned in his lap, not on the ropes like I was trying to emulate there. He said, get him down in your lap for maximum circulation and blood flow. He is given the right amount of water. That's something I can do better at, right? As well as taking care of the wounds he received during the last round. The cornerman gives the boxer only a couple of key tactics to carry back in the ring because, like you and like me, we will forget a whole list of detailed items. How many of you would say amen to that? Only give me a couple because by the time I get back out there, oh man, what did he say? 
we're gonna fr so give me a couple so I can go back out there with a couple and I'll use those to my best to my best advantage. So the cornerman sends him back out there for another round with the precise words that he knows will encourage, motivate, and bring out the best in his boxer. A good cornerman can elevate a good boxer to greatness and victory. Since we have Jesus Christ as our cornerman, our victory will come as we follow his leading and coaching and get in there for one more round. That's what he's telling us, when, just like on our trailer here, get out there for one more round. So, so far so good, but how do we apply this to our life? In verse 5, the topic of wisdom comes forward. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. James is not speaking here only of knowledge, but of the ability to make wise decisions in difficult circumstances. How many of us face difficult circumstances on a daily basis? I know I do. Whenever and wherever we need wisdom, we can pray to God, and He will generously supply all that we need. As believers, we don't have to swing wildly trying to find the answers. The boxing match, the, in the rounds, that's no place to be trying to find the answers while the opponent is attempting to land that knockout punch. So back to our cornerman for a moment here. We can come to Jesus Christ, our cornerman, and he will give us wisdom to guide our choices. Jesus will give us wisdom to guide our choices in the heat of the battle. We must respect our cornerman, Jesus Christ, and apply his truths, the truths that he presents us with, with humility and not being self-centered or prideful. To learn the will of our cornerman, Jesus Christ, we must remain where? In his word. And apply it to our lives and follow him in his truths and in obedience. We must do what our cornerman tells us to do. When we leave the corner and are back in the ring with our opponent, if we toss all that that he coached us on during the golden minute into the air as we go out with a haughty spirit back into the ring for the next three minutes now, for the next three minutes, and that can seem like a lifetime, we will likely come back beat and broken. And how many of us have not listen to the cornerman, come back beaten, broken after something because we didn't pay attention. The battle of life we're in with our enemy is real and the stakes are sky high. It's our job to take in and process the information that our cornerman gives us to the ring, round after round, so that in the end, the victory belongs to us because of Jesus Christ. Remember, our cornerman, Jesus Christ, has already overcome hell, death, and the grave. So all we have to do is apply the wisdom he gives us through his word. And what do we have to do? Get in there for one more round. He encourages us. Continue to get in there for one more round. Okay. Now, what difference does all this really make? 
And why should we be inspired to do it? It's probably a question that you're asking. I'd be asking it. What's the, what, what difference does it make? So as we move on in our verses, continuing on, we move on to verses 6 to 8. Here's what the writer James tells us. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all he does. Previously, we talked about perspective in that he is just outside, the cornerman is just outside the ring. He's outside the ropes, but he's on the same level as the boxers that are within the ring. We also stated that many times the cornerman was an individual who had a boxing career of their own. So they bring the experience that their career afforded them. Jesus, our cornerman, has an unlimited perspective, and we, as the boxer, have a limited perspective of being up close and within arm's reach of our opponent. He's outside the ring, he's watching. We're inside, and we're, we're subject to that boxer's glove coming in contact with us. In these verses, the writer speaks of the constant rolling of the waves of the sea and how restless they are. They are subject to wind, gravity, and the tide. Doubt can leave a person as unsettled as the waves of the sea. If you want to stop being tossed about, rely upon Jesus Christ, your cornerman, to show you what is best for you. I think that's worth repeating, because I know I'm challenged there at times. If you want to stop being tossed about, rely upon Jesus Christ, your cornerman, to show you what is best for you. Ask him for wisdom and trust that he will give it to you. Then your decisions will be sure and solid. Doesn't that sound good? Don't we want sure and solid decisions? Either, earlier I stated that life is full of challenges and the stakes are very high. So, back to our cornerman for a moment. Jesus, our cornerman, has endured and has walked life on this earth just as we do. He's aware of the pitfalls and challenges of life. He's willing to share with us through his word how to identify and overcome the tactics of the enemy of our soul. Our task during the golden minute is to listen with intensity to what he is telling us so that when the bell rings and it's, and it's just us and our opponent, Again, in the ring for another three minutes, we will be successful and come out victorious. As we leave the corner, Jesus gives us the encouragement to get in there for one more round. So, how can we tie all of this together so that we can remember and apply this in the boxing ring called life? How can we walk out of here, apply that to our own lives? Because this is our golden minute. We can make golden minutes through the day as we're in God's Word. But 
here's our goal. We're in the we're in the golden minute right now. But there's a point in time in the next several minutes that we'll walk out that door and have to apply these things to our life. So I I'd like at this point I'd like to kind of summarize so that each of us has a best chance of remembering and applying these truths to our life. Because after we say amen and walk out the building, walk out of those glass doors or out the side doors here, we'll be re-entering the mission field. We have a reminder of that over the glass doors. You are now entering the mission field. So, the stakes in the battle called life are sky high. And life can be challenging and feel like a boxing match. The best news is that you have the greatest cornerman ever. I said the best news is that you have the greatest cornerman ever. And his name is Jesus Christ. How many of you can say amen to that? He's God Almighty, one and only Son of God that was with God and the Holy Spirit when they laid the foundations of the earth recorded back in Genesis chapter 1. The Holy Scriptures, the Bible, God's Word, gives us the truth and tell the story of how much He loves each one of each one of us, each one of you. He refers to you as friend. Yeah, I said, He refers to you as friend. He longs to spend time with you. I don't know your story up to this point, but God does. And he wants to assume the position of your cornerman. But you have to allow him to. That's talking about positioning. That's talking about listening. That's talking about engaging with him. He wants to be your cornerman. So what do you say? He's been there through the challenges of life. And he wants to speak health, wholeness, and victory into your life. Yes, the rounds of life will present you with challenges to test your endurance and skills. But greater than that, life will allow Jesus Christ, your cornerman, to speak into your life. During the golden minute, your daily time with Him between life's bouts, and I don't know when your time is with Him, for me it works best in the morning. He will bandage your wounds, give you tactical advice, motivate you, and get you back out there day after day, listen to this, to make a difference in a world that desperately needs their own cornerman. He will enable you to get back out there, to motivate you, to get out there, to do what he's gifted you to do in life. The choice belongs to you. Continue to go out there, round after round, leaving behind the truths given by your cornerman Jesus in the golden minute, or taking them back out there to chip away at the victory, or to deliver the one-two knockout punch through your faith and prayers. He has promised that he'll never leave you nor forsake you, and that he will see you through every challenge that life points your direction. Listen to this. He will always be there in your corner to receive you when the round is over, as well as encourage you 
when the golden minute bell rings with these words, get out there for one more round. That's what you're standing on when you, when, when you leave that corner for three more minutes out in the ring. You're, you're standing upon what he has provided to you, and you need to be able to be standing up when you come back to the corner after that three-minute round is over. So, all of this elicits a response of some sort, and we have, and, and so let me, let me, let me challenge you here. So maybe all of this cornerman talk has been foreign to you. You've not yet come to the place where you've said, said yes to Jesus Christ. But you're feeling that nudge, and today is that day. You're sensing a battle in your spirit of good and evil. The enemy wants to keep you down, but you have gotten beaten up long enough. It's time to call on the cornerman who has been waiting in your corner all along. Yeah, I said, Jesus has been waiting in your corner all along. His name is Jesus. And how many of you would be bold enough today to acknowledge your need for Jesus and say yes to him? I'm throwing that out to you right now. And then there'll be a response time for those that have already said yes to Jesus and are walking the path. But as I look around, is there anybody here that's, I haven't said yes to Jesus, but, but I feel in a, I'm feeling some, something in my spirit that I need to get myself in position to be able to hear my cornerman. Because he's been there. He calls me friend. He, he loves me. He gave his life for me. And so um, maybe, maybe that's the point where you're at in your, in your walk, because we've all been there. For those of us, which is most probably most of this room here, we've said yes to Jesus and we're walking life's path. And yeah, we're out there um, in the in the battle. And the battle's not easy. The battle is full of challenges. And like I said, I know some of the stories, but I don't know all of the stories. But maybe you've been that boxer that's come, you come, yeah, I'm coming in, but I'm just kind of looking, I'm looking through the cornerman. I'm not really listening to the cornerman. Because we need to, we need to listen. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of distractions out there. In our men's gathering yesterday, we talked about distractions. We have to focus. I have to really focus. I don't hear so well anymore. So I got to listen and try to read lips. And there's noise going on. And we have to we have to listen to our cornerman. We have to take those things that the cornerman tells us. We have to take them back out there. Because if we go out there, oh yeah, and just walk back out there, we're going to come back. And he's going to have to do more um, bandaging, more doctor work on us. But if we put all that together, we listen to we listen to him. He motivates us. He gives us tactical advice. Then we go back out there, and so maybe maybe there's some of you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna open the altar for 
for a few minutes. Maybe you need to come back. Maybe you need to make a corner here and have a golden minute with Jesus Christ because you've you've uh, you've walked a path. You've been beat, and uh, and I and I don't want you to 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 hold up from coming. This is your time. This is our golden minute to get serious with Jesus. And so I'm going to open this altar, and then we'll have a time of prayer, and then we'll close up the service. But um, we're all challenged because life is tough. And Jesus is there. He's waiting for us. But it takes us coming into his presence to step back into his presence. And so as the worship team, um, as the worship team kind of, leads us, take that opportunity for a couple minutes to do that, do business with Jesus, and then we'll close up the service this morning. Thanks for joining us. For more information on Life Center Church and our ministries, visit lifecenterchurch.com.